from the country that brought you Rami Malik and Hoda Kotbi. It's a conundrum. With Sam Taha. Kif, we have a conundrum. Oh. Hello, and welcome to Sam Taha's Conundrum Podcast. I am the whimsical portion before the apostrophe and uh, take your ADHD medication for this one because I am going off the handle. I'm just basically riffing and speaking from the top of my head with no notes, nothing prepared. So yeah, this one is going to be all over the place, which I'm trying to be fine with. So yeah, good luck dealing with my uh, incoherent, unorganized head. I have some stuff to talk about that I like premeditated, I guess. Um, I've been having a, an uneventful week, another another uneventful one, um, and a bit adventurous. Like I, I, I've been, ever since last September when I started having my panic attacks, I kind of changed my diet completely and stopped eating sugar and dairy and wheat. And of course I stopped caffeine and like I slowly started coming back to caffeine. And now I'm starting to come back to more dairy and more sugar. And I had to eat today. I, when I was getting my coffee from Starbucks, I was like, I'll get a croissant as well. Why not? Notice how I said croissant in the American way, not croissant in the French way, which is the correct way, Americans. Uh, yeah, so back to wheat, back to, I, I don't know why I've been missing ice cream. Like every time after, every day after, after dinner, I, I'm like, oh my God, I wish I could have like a vanilla, caramel vanilla sundae right now from McDonald's for some reason. But I, and I even caved and went and went to Ralph's and got, uh, I went to get like some, some ice cream and the ice cream that I had my mind set to, which was the Snickers ice cream, which is, it should be like, it should be just uh, vanilla and chocolate and peanuts, right? And apparently it has wheat in it. And I was so afraid of having wheat back then. So I, I didn't take it. I bought something else. I bought some Baskin-Robbins uh, ice cream. That uh, Talk about false advertising. Like it says, uh, this ha- it's called the Golden Ribbon. It has chocolate and for some reason something called vanilla flavored chocolate and caramel. And once I opened it, it was just chocolate. Which I, yeah, I can eat chocolate, but just plain chocolate ice cream with hints of vanilla and caramel were like blasphemy to me. So yeah, uh, today I'm eating croissant, we'll see, a croissant, we'll see how that uh, affects my crazy head. You won't find out until next week, which um, which will be covered in all the other crazy things that will be happening, because uh, they are coming in less than 60 hours. My parents will be here, and um, I have mixed feelings about this. I mean, mixed feelings as in... Like I, I love my I love my mom. She's such a typical Middle Eastern mom, which means that there will be no room for my like fancy first world stuff like my feelings or my privacy. So I'm I'm preparing for that. It's um, it's weird how after after like a long I've been living almost alone for for over eight years now, and um, you kind of forget you kind of forget how you used to we used to live together in the same house and I was used to this. But now that I got used to my habits and like how I wake up in the morning and make a smoothie and 
make as much noise as I want to because there's no one in the house. Now I know she's gonna be sleeping on the couch because that's her favorite sleeping spot for some reason. And I know that I'm gonna just have like a quiet tippy-toe mornings where I'm trying not to wake her up. And not that she complained, it's mostly out of my own guilt of like, I don't wanna wake her up, she's jet-lagged and we don't wanna get into that now. So I've been spending all of my week uh, cleaning, preparing for, for, for their arrival, which um, it reminds me of Obama's last days before he gave uh, the presidency over to Trump. When he was like, uh, I think we're going to be okay. I think we're going to be okay. And that's what I'm saying. I think we're going to be okay. But yeah, uh, back to I was cleaning. Um, and that that's really the first time I cleaned the room in almost 14 months. Like ever since I had the fire in the neighborhood here. With all the black ash spewing in the air and into my lungs. It's funny how it even gets into the... Like, it, it gets between every little crook and cranny, whatever the term is. So I've been cleaning and discovering, like, oh my god, everything is black. Like, all the surfaces have black ash over them. And I'm trying to be more careful because my uh, 82-year-old stepdad with lung problems and dementia is also coming. So I don't want to add to the, like, COVID fears that are already happening from people traveling in the middle of all of this lockdown and all of these weird times. I don't want to add the fears of, oh yeah, he might inhale something and that will make his lungs worse. Like I even, like I've been quarantining for the past month, I would say. Like last last time I had a, any human interaction with a friend was, yeah, it was late November. So, and I, I, it wasn't intentional that I would quarantine. It's just as soon as the time became closer to them arriving, I was more careful and to like, yeah, let's not expose myself to any risks because I don't want to risk killing that guy. Like I even had a friend who wanted to go play tennis, the most socially distant game in the world. But I was like, mm, I don't know, I'm probably going to get into my car and we're going to be close and I don't want to risk that exposure and kill the guy. This has been such a morbid podcast. Uh, welcome to uh, uh, Avoiding Death with Sam Taha. Um, yeah. So yeah, all the cleaning, uh, like a lot of uh, cleaning the sheets, doing laundry, and like all the vacuuming, regular cleaning stuff that I don't want to bore you with. I don't know why I'm talking about this. But I'm kind of uh, um, mourning the death of my OCD bubble, which is, it only had 60 hours or less left in its time, in, in its life cycle. Because once, once my, my mom is here, like all of my, oh, the door handles need to be clean and make sure you wipe the, the, the milk and the egg carton before you put it in the fridge. All of these things will have to be relaxed or die, basically. Because I know it's going to be very hard to maintain this bubble when they're here. Like, what am I going to tell them? Hey, wipe your feet before you go in. Don't wear shoes inside the house. That's not going to happen. And that's not going to happen the same way as soon as, as soon as they land from the airport from after like a 20-hour flight, we'll have hugs and kisses and like, yeah. And again, I'm prepared to getting sick. In my head, it's the matter, it's not like a matter of when I get sick. No, I said that wrong. In my head, it's not a matter of if I get sick, it's a matter of when I get sick. 
uh, I hope I'm wrong. I really hope I'm wrong. I've been wrong before. It's not like a new thing. So I'm, I'm, I'm okay with being wrong. But still, like I know it's gonna be hard. And uh, my stepdad has is like in his early stages of dementia, which is science fiction to us in Egypt. Like we, when I, to, I we don't even have a translation for the word dementia. I looked it up. Like uh, it basically means something like delusion or something like that. We don't have a specific word for it. So me trying to explain that to my mom uh, has fallen on um, ignoring ears. Really, like she was like, yeah, okay, Sam and his psychology stuff. Who cares about him? He's rambling again about this medical condition that my stepdad is taking all the symptoms of. Like he would wake up in the middle of the night and think it's 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 uh, it's noon, and like would call my mom and wake her up and be like, oh, "How did you let me sleep all this time?" And it's really hard to argue with dementia people. Like that's one of the things that I learned from my early fascination with psychology. It's like you don't argue with people with. Alzheimer's and you don't argue with people with dementia because the more you argue with them the more they become stubborn and my stepdad is like like stubborn was named after him because he is the most stubborn in his set in his own way person that I've seen in my life so adding dementia to it is just like adding concrete to rocks like it's like more more stubborn and and sturdy and my mom is also like uh, she, I, I keep trying to tell her, don't argue with him. Like, don't argue with him. Just let him try to yes-end him. And I explained to her the improv techniques of yes-ending. And I was like, treat him like the cat. Treat him like the cat. You don't argue with the cat. You just kind of reason with the cat and, like, try to put food for her and try to treat him the same way you would treat a, a pet, in a way. And I know it's sad, but she doesn't even want to do that. She's like, well, I argue with the cat. I yell at my cat all the time. And that's when I decided to kind of give up. But again, this is so much easier to talk about when I'm hearing about it in the phone. Once he will be here, it will be, I will see how hard it is. And I, I know it's hard. I'm not saying that it's going to be easy or that I'm going to be like, oh my God, look at me, the improviser. I'm going to be able to deal with this uh, illness myself with my yes ending skills. I know it's going to be hard, but at least we'll share the burden in a way. When there are two people telling him that it's it's midnight and that's evident by the fact that there is no sun, maybe he'll listen to us. Also, my license expired, uh, which is great news, especially that I'm the only one who can, I'm the only one who has a valid driver's license between the three of us. Uh, my driver's uh, license expired because my work permit expires. And California and the U.S. system ties them both together so that they can make my life a living hell. And I still have to drive to the airport, not to the airport, at least to the um, Van Nuys uh, uh, shuttle, flyaway shuttle thing to pick them up. So I will have to be driving with uh, anxiety as my um, uh, side driver because I know if I get pulled over, they will take away the car, basically. But what am I going to do? I applied on time for my papers and they still didn't come. I don't know if that's COVID because of COVID reasons or because somebody stole my mail. Yeah, but I don't know. And like, I'm still dreading the fact that even when it comes, I will still have to go do a DMV run where I have to take my entire documentation history with me to prove to them that I am, yes, I can, I'm, I'm allowed to get a driver's license, which has been a, an immigrant annoyance for the last 
eight years that I've been here. Like, I don't think Americans renew their DMV. Their, I don't think Americans go to the DMV as much as immigrants do. Like, every single time they give me a two-year work permit and with it, a two-year visit to the DMV, which has always been lovely. I also, that means that I'll be at their mercy in a way until my driver's license get here, or at least until I get my uh, uh, driver's permit once I go renew. Because I'd rather, I'd rather my mom drive with an international license because that's more explainable than me driving with an expired license. Like if somebody pulled us over, she can at least say, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm visiting here. Here's my international license in Arabic for you, for, for, for you to believe me. That's way better than me saying like, hey, 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 it expired like a week ago and he, he, he. But it's gonna be fine. Uh, of course, the license expiring uh, took away my dreams of having therapy in the car. Because I was thinking about this. My, uh, I had the therapy session last uh, yesterday and that was gonna be my last therapy session for a couple of weeks because my therapist is taking a well-deserved break. And like before that, all I was thinking, like I was dreading the fact that I will have to do therapy with them in the house. You know, like it's all Zoom therapy, me yelling at a mic, kind of like the podcast. And I was like, yeah, my mom will listen to everything and I don't want that. It will make me, it will make it harder for me to share things. So I was thinking I'll probably take the, the like do the therapy on my phone in the car and just drive away to somewhere with, the, with the, like a good wireless connection and just sit there and do it. And now that's out of the window. But yeah, at least um, at least like I'll only have to worry about that three times instead of the four times because they're staying here for a month. Does this make any sense? I'm all over the place. It's probably the wheat. The wheat is giving me energy. Wheat and caffeine. Yeah. Um, John Mulaney went to rehab, which and I wish him like uh, I wish him well. But in a, in a sad way, it kind of felt like it kind of felt there was some sort of relief to see someone as talented as John Mulaney with all of his like uh, uh, hilarious stand-up specials and uh, like uh, amazing Broadway shows and his big, big mouth show on Netflix. Uh, he has problems too. And that like humanized him because he was like a, like a, like a god. He's, he's maybe younger than me or maybe my age. And he's 10 times funnier and 10 times more successful. So finding that he was dealing with cocaine and alcohol problems was kind of like, okay, you're human too. Aww, that, that makes made, make me like him more. I wish him well. I know it's going to be hard. Um, and I was talking to a friend of mine yesterday and she was saying that this will also be a strain on his marriage and relationship. And don't do coke, kids. It sounds fun now, but don't do it. Um, I was thinking this week of like um, how we kind of gravitate towards the same personalities in our in our in our relationships in life with friends and even significant others. We gravitate to, to, towards the same personalities that gave us dysfunction in our childhood, right? This is my therapy session with Sam Taha. Um, I have a friend of mine that. Like, I love her, but talking to her is hard. Like, every time I talk to her, I feel like I'm walking on eggshells. 
and like I have to watch my words very carefully because I know if I said one word a certain way that will make her feel attacked. And every time I, I hang up with her after I hang up, I'm like, I should stop talking to that woman. Like I really stop because every time I feel bad and for the next couple of days, I just like go over my head into like, what, why did I say that? Why did she say that? But still, like, it's weird. I still, every time I say I'm not going to call her again, weeks go by, and then I'm like, oh, let me check on her. Let me see how she's doing. And then 10 minutes into the conversation, I'm like, oh, yeah. Oh, I forgot about that. I forgot about how hard and difficult that was. And I have, like, I have a spongy personality. Spongy couch personality, where it's, it's very comfortable to step on and sit on and then I end up smelling like Cheetos and fart smell for the next three days, which is basically the equivalent of all the thoughts that will go through my head. But yeah, and that was another uh, uh, unstable rant by Sam Taha. I said my name like seven times this podcast. It's weird. Uh, what else? I missed the Jupiter-Saturn uh, alignments thing, which made me feel guilty. I was like, I missed it. It, it only happened since Jesus, and I, and I missed it. Jesus is ashamed of you, Sam. And I missed it because I was doing stand-up, which if I wasn't doing stand-up, I would be guilty about not doing stand-up. It's, uh, what do you want, brain? Can we at least have something that is not guilt-ridden like this? But I also missed a lot of, like, one-in-a-lifetime events, and I don't even remember them. Like, oh, there was this, uh, I don't know, once-in-a-lifetime comet whizzing by and if you missed it you're square I missed it oh this eclipse blah 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 was well, never gonna happen again I missed it too you don't remember them it's weird how when you see the news it kind of makes you feel like oh I better not miss out this is never gonna happen again this is all ranty I'm a rantful today um I also found a, a, a rock gold mine for my rock uh, collecting habit. Like I went a little bit further on my hike a couple of days ago and found this field full of amazing rocks to the point that I went the next day with a bucket with me to just like collect all the rocks and take them home where I can foster them. I'm running out of places to put rocks. Like this is where I am right now. I, I, I'm starting to like show favoritism towards rocks, which is nice, at least so that I can keep the good ones. But like I, 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 I have so many rocks to the point that it's, it's overwhelming. And I do nothing with them. That's why I need to buy a, a, a rock tumbler. Santa, if you're listening, here is your hint. Get a rock tumbler for Sam, which is about like a couple of hundred dollars if you want to get a good one. And... Um, it requires a lot of like uh, chemicals to put in to f for you like to to polish them, but it's worth it. I I've been watching I've been watching all the photos of rock tumbling on Reddit, and I immediately feel like the most beautiful rock I've ever found doesn't even compare to the things I see online. Like I see the rocks and I'm like, you can do that with rocks? Like they can look like that? That's amazing. Hopefully, I'll save enough money to buy a rock tumbler. When the stimulus check comes, if Trump really does the one good thing in his presidency and changes the, the stimulus check from $600 to 
That will be, I get a rock tumbler and a telescope as well. Ah, a, te a telescope. That's also another one of my dreams. Um, yeah. I felt like I went for too long. I, I've rented, I've been renting, uh, freestyle renting for 20 minutes. Look at me. Okay, that's good. Uh, that's it this week. Uh, I hope any of this was coherent or made sense. Uh, thank you so much for listening. I'll be back next week. I'll see you from the other side where they will be here and I'll be probably doing the podcast uh, from underneath my bed just to make sure that I'm not interrupted. Um, but yeah, um, if you're new to the podcast, I don't know why I'm telling you this at the end or probably you're not listening. But yeah, if you're new to the podcast, uh, like and subscribe and rate if you want to and tell your friends about me. Tell your friends about this uh, podcast so that they can listen and I can have more than one listener right now. Hi, Shruti. <laughs> it's the one listener I know by name because she texted me and said like, yeah, this is fun. Um, and probably after this, she will never text me again after I mentioned her name twice on this podcast. I probably should cut this part out, but I will. Uh, until next week, stay safe, wash your hands, kiss your mother, whatever. I'm out. Peace.